Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Steve Blackwood, and he played Bart in Days of Our Lives. Hey, Steve, how you doing today? Good, Scotty. How you doing, man? I'm so glad to have you on. I know we've been talking about making this happen, and you reached out to me. You're like, are we going to make this interview happen? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, man, that's that's so great. You've been going since 2016. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. So the first question I do got for you, how did you get your start into acting? Well, I wasn't going to be an actor. I was, in oh. co- I was going to college for journalism, and mm-hmm. I took this introduction to acting class. And I did this scene from a Tennessee Williams play and everybody applauded. Mm -hmm. And I realized that every, not only everybody liked me, but I, I liked myself being an actor. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I felt comfortable on stage Mm -hmm. and I knew I found a home because I was trying other careers. I was trying to be a writer. I was like journalism. As I said, Mm -hmm. I was, I was doing, I was just a kid in college, but and this, this, I felt like, wow, I'm home. You know, when Absolutely. I, when I, after I heard that, that first applause and that's, and how I got started as an actor in, uh, when, so I, I graduated, moved to New York, mm-hmm. studied with the great Uta Hagen, nice. great, great acting teacher and started doing off Broadway plays off, off Broadway, off, 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 off. <laughs> and, uh, then my wife and I got married and, I wasn't being real successful getting film stuff. And she goes, well, there's more film stuff in LA. You always wanted to do TV and film. Let's go. So we did, Scotty. We got into the car and that was the honeymoon from New York to LA. And I started doing bit parts. And, and all of a sudden uh, a casting director saw me doing a play. Plays are good to do for an actor. Yeah. Uh, her name was... Frances, I forgot her last name, but she was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and she cast me as uh, for a three-day role on Days of Our Lives. Nice. And I was uh, Stefano. You guys all remember Joe Muscolo, Stefano yep. on yep. Days of Our Lives? I was his minion for three days. We were building a secret room for Crazy Susan. Uh, <laughs> Eileen, you know, Eileen. Yep. Uh, Eileen Davidson. Eileen David was, yep. Davidson was playing that part. And I decided to make this henchman, Bart, into a comic character. Mm-hmm. So I started giving some takes. I mean, because my, my heroes were Jack Lemmon, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Sellers, funny people. Yeah. And I, I made this henchman, instead of saying, yes, sir, no, sir, I'll go do it, sir. <laughs> I made him like the not the sharpest knife in the, in the drawer. <laughs> and it turned out I spent 10 years on the show doing that and Teo, by the way, who you had on the show, Teo Penglass, yep. who played Tony DeMera and Andre, um, loved it. He yeah. he was loved to do the straight man stuff with me, mm-hmm. and uh, I made that character from a bit player from Temp to Perm. Mm-hmm. So nice. um, that's how I. That's the short story. That's the Reader's Digest version of of how <laughs> I got started. Nice. Yeah. I'm actually watching old episodes of days. Uh, I, I don't know where I found the map, but uh, I found like from the Salem stalker storyline. It's my favorite storyline. And every time you're on the screen, you have me dying laughing. Oh, that's great. That's really yep. great. And you know something? 
I would go to these fan events, you know, as mm -hmm. Bart and um, as Steve, mm -hmm. not Bart. And they would come up to me because I kidnapped Bo in one of those storylines mm -hmm. where Princess yep. Gina. Yep. Remember the Princess yep. Gina storyline? Yep. Way back when with uh, Christian Alfonso as Hope. Mm -hmm. And I kidnapped Bo and I hung him up in the in the in the uh, warehouse, you know, and there was mm -hmm. I lit the fire and everything. And these fans would come up to me and say, you're mean. You hurt Bo. You almost lit him on fire. And they were they were serious. They weren't kidding. <laughs> and I, you know, I said it's just playing a character, right? You know, right? Yeah. It's, well, so it's strange because Camila Bandis, who plays Gabby Demera on the show, she, it, she, she, I, I don't a couple of years ago now, she was getting death threats for her character being this villainous, right? Exactly. She's like, why am I getting death threats? I'm just an actress. I'm just, I'm just an actress, right? It's like these fans are very God bless them. Mm -hmm. But they're very rabid fans. They're very yes. into it. Yeah. I mean, like they take things personally. Yeah. And yeah. so it was kind of it was it was very fun. They're not all like that, but there yeah. was a few of them that were really like, you <laughs> absolutely. Know, they, were, they were genuinely angry that you know. And like she said, you know, I'm just I'm just doing my job. I'm right. I was a villain on the show. Yeah. So what was it like being a part of the Salem stalker storyline where, you know, the or Marlena was brainwashed by Tony and all that? Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I. Marlena, Deidre, yep. Hall loved to like I had a good time and I always have a good time working with with Tony with Teo Penglass, mm -hmm. but she she loved to like you know, have these crazy storylines like that where she gets brainwashed or it when she's like, you know, the first exorcist storyline, the first mm -hmm. time they did it, Yeah. you know, where she was on the bed and everything. Yep. And then one time she was, she played um, the goofy twin Hattie. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yep. yep. And, and she loved, she loved doing comedy. She really secretly was a comedian mm -hmm. and she loved doing that too. What she what what bored her, I think, was doing the same Marlena, Marlena and John stuff. She loved mm -hmm. to do, you know, things where her mm -hmm. she gets brainwashed. Yeah. She becomes a different person or she becomes Hattie. Yeah. And so all that stuff was really fun. We loved doing those storylines. Awesome. That was a particularly hard one because we had the film from from we started at 7 a.m. and we went to, to you know, 9, 10, 11 p.m. Wow. Same with Princess Gina. Because yeah. there was so much involved with mm -hmm. that storyline that it yeah. took forever. And just so your listeners and your audience knows, mm -hmm. when we did the soap, we filmed an episode in one day. Right. Meaning that if you were doing like a CSI New Orleans or something, mm -hmm. that takes about a week, week and yeah. a half to film. You know, yeah. this show... We, we couldn't afford to make mistakes in the dialogue or everything because it's like, move on. Yeah. Move on. We got yep. We got a show to do in one day. Yeah. So it was yep. like, it almost was like live theater. Yeah. Know, yeah, absolutely. Because we really couldn't afford to make, and sometimes you goofed up on the line and they kept it in because they had to move along. You know? Yep. Yeah, I remember when I, I was uh, sick from school one time when I was younger, I was in 95, I believe, and uh, 
I remember my mom watched Days. She doesn't watch it anymore now, but she watched Days and uh, she had it on. And I just came downstairs from my room and I'm like, what are you watching? She's like, Days of Our Lives. And I'm, I'm just like looking at it to see what it is. And I remember the first thing I seen was Marlena turning into a panther. And I'm thinking, oh, that's so cool. And I just watched the rest of the episode with my mom and she explained the storyline to me and everything. And then I told her I, I, I had to go to, I was feeling better the next day to go to school. I'm like, mom, tape uh, back when VHS taping was, was a thing. And I'm like, mom, uh, tape, uh, tape, you got tape these for me. You got hooked. I got hooked. I got hooked. And I remember that was the first storyline that got me hooked. And the first thing I really remember, like to this day of really seeing outside of that was the Salem soccer storyline. I remember the first thing I saw was this is just from what I remember, because I was still young. And I remember that Cassie fell out of the pinata. Right. Right. Out of the pinata on Thanksgiving Day. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah. No, you know who also gets hooked on the show? College. College kids. Yep. Yep. They love Days of Our Lives. They love so absolutely absolutely that's what actually around when i went to college for my fir- my first college i went to i went to two schools for two different degrees and when i went to my first college i actually was so busy with school that i actually lost track of it all when i got back into it i'm like who are these people i can yeah, remember yeah. some of them <laughs> I, I i think it was around 2008 2009 when i ended up uh stopped getting when i was uh, busy with my schoolwork and everything and eventually i would t- i did tape them all but it's like it was so much to catch up on you know like yeah. and by the time I, I just lost track of it and yeah but uh, i mean i love days and like your character always makes me laugh and it's just i don't know just he was you know, so cool I, I get that a lot i get people coming up and saying you made me laugh on the show i mm-hmm. I, I i that that's the reason i got in the show business scott right i wanted yeah. like i said peter sellers Cary grant mm-hmm. uh these funny, the funny guys, yeah. Steve Martin. I always just, I wanted to, I mean, yeah. I do drama and, and yeah. I do a lot. I did a lot of drama in, in my yeah. career, but comedy is where is my love is my nice. passion. Nice. And what they would do on the show was they let me rewrite. They tried to write it funny and sometimes they didn't. Sometimes I said, can I switch the lines here? And so mm-hmm. I, I basically started writing quite a lot of my own right. dialogue in the nice. scene. And I, I had to go run it by the actors, Teo and mm-hmm. Joe Mascolo and Willow Teo, whoever was I was working with. Right. Um, but but I, I wrote a lot of it and they let me do it. They yes. were really cool. The writers were like, they came up to me during the NBC party and they said, uh, we're fans, man. It's like, <laughs> keep going, keep writing that stuff. Cause right. we, we love it. They secretly were comedy fans too. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I, I know a lot of people did like the Salem stalker storyline. Cause it was shocking. Who was next to die. But right. then when they next revealed die, right. they were all alive on Melosowin, new Salem backwards, they're like, Oh, then that's when it all went downhill for a lot of people. To me, I love that arc. I thought that was really clever. So how was that set made? Do you remember of the Island and the volcano scenes? I don't, God, it's been so long, Scotty. I I really, I don't remember. I know that they put in a lot of hard work. I did, I did lots of island scenes. I know Mm -hmm. that we had a whole separate set with water. Yeah. And everything. Once I was on a boat with Willu Tay and throwing away. Nice. You know what I mean? So we had, we had a tank, a water tank Mm -hmm. is what we had. Okay. And, um, And in terms of what you just said, uh, yeah, it's like on the Dallas thing, you know, where Jr. Mm-hmm. didn't really die. He didn't really yep. get shot. It's like a lot of people want mm-hmm. a final. It's like they want 
they want a payoff, not not that they were watching something that didn't mean really didn't mean right. anything or there was no consequences. Yep. They wanted somebody dead. Yep. And Teo actually uh, actually expanded a lot on that um, where basically they they all these veteran actors were supposed to be and like the people that were killed off were supposed to be gone. They're supposed and, to be gone. Right. Yeah. And then when the, because they filmed so much in advance, those scenes they ended up like they, when they were getting killed off, the fans were getting mad that they're killing all the veteran actors off and they had to figure a way to bring them back. And so that was the way they did it. And that's how they did it. Yeah, yeah that's I remember. Yeah, that's that's what happened. I mean, yeah. there were times when I felt bad because it's like, wow, these, this person was on the show for so long. Yeah. And they're gone now, but they weren't, yep. you know, and, and the yep. actors didn't know that at yep. the time either. We didn't know that. We thought yep. they were really gone. We said goodbye. Bye. We had celebrations yep. on the set, you know, right. the show. And yep. so it all, it all was yeah. fake. And I honestly think even the writing team thought they were gone at the time until yeah. it started airing. Cause that's the plan. That was, that was, that was the plan to like kill people off and bring, bring in a new set. Yeah. But soap fans are very loyal. And as you notice, mm-hmm. you know, they brought back a lot of characters from the past on right. the show now. Yep. And they've even got the new, Salem show with Bo and Hope back on yep. that again, yep. you know. Absolutely. And before I'm, I'm happy in Boston here. I'm in Boston now. Nice. And I'm doing my own short films and I'm, I'm doing a feature length fo- movie, nice. which uh, uh, a lot of it is about my time on Days of Our Lives. Nice. Uh, I'm, I talk about behind the scenes stuff and how I got killed off. Nice. In, in, the, in the screenplay. So uh, fans look forward to my my feature length movie coming out, and and I teach acting here, and I'm a director and a producer mm-hmm. and a writer, so I stay busy here. It's and I miss the show, but I don't miss it. I love what I'm doing now because in my projects I get to be um, the lead actor, the star, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. I've always wanted to to do that. I had a lot of time playing the supporting role on Days right. and other shows and. Now's my time to be the uh, lead, you know, the leading man, if you will. Right. And I have after I have one more question after this one. I just wanted to ask you quick about your death scene. How was that filmed and prepped? Like, how was that magic done? Well, I got there was a what happened. A long story short, Andre gets into a sword fight with Mm -hmm. a bad guy. And the bad guy misses trying to, to stab Andre and he stabs me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was standing yep. behind him. Yeah. And so I spent half the day, more than half the day with the fake sword mm-hmm. going, coming out here, here and, yep. and going out in, in the back. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, it was all that way. So when it was then mm-hmm. I already had the, the sword in my front and my back, but um, nice. I'll tell you a story about the death scene is that I died in step. And I was, Mm-hmm. you know yeah yep if you you froze up king yeah, you can froze, you hear me froze up on me but anyway i died in stefano's lap and it was going yep. blocked and i you know and i said i'm doing this for you sir now mm-hmm. you're back there we and go it is... what happened my own mother thought right. I, I really died you know right. i mean felt bad i mean i i cried too because then I, I lost my steady job 
<laughs> um, you froze up on me again, Scott. I can still hear you. I know we're having a thunderstorm. Anyway, yes. He's not there. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I can. I heard everything you said. We're having a thunderstorm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got some <laughs> rain going on here now. But yeah. uh, but so anyway, I died in Stefano's lap, and my mom cried, and I cried, and Stefano <laughs> cried, and everybody cried, and I cried because I lost my steady job, and it's yeah. hard to get a steady job in. Right. Hollywood. It is that show in Burbank, California. And Mm -hmm. I was on it for 10 years. So I was very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. So the last question I got for you, I know you wrote a book. Do you want to tell us about the book and where viewers can buy it? Yes. My book is called the Steve Blackwood sessions. Okay. And you can buy it on, I'm looking around for a copy of it. Hey, here it is. Steve Black Confessions. It's got reviews. Ger- Gerard Butler, Uta Hagen said it's a great book. Um, nice. And you can get it on my website, www.steveblackwood.com. Awesome. And uh, I think it's 10 or $15. I personally sign them and send them. Awesome. From my house here, you know. So yeah. uh, a lot of Days fans have got the book. And awesome. you don't have to be an actor. It's an acting book. Uh, Days of Our Lives star tells the secrets about acting soaps and how to succeed in TV and film. But it's a lot about other things, too, about life, about my family. There's a lot of stuff. You don't have to be an actor to enjoy it. Awesome. Awesome. And I I definitely would like to pick up a copy myself. I am an actor. I own my own production company, Gravestone Films. So definitely would love to look at. I'll uh, shoot one out and it's on the house for, for, you know, are you doing this with me, Scott? Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I, I really appreciate your time with me today. Thank and, you. And say hello to, to all your guests in the future, especially if they're from Days of Our Lives. Awesome. You know, I definitely will. I definitely guys. will. I know yeah. I have Brendan Coughlin uh, play Tad T. Stevens. Uh, he's going to be coming on within the next week or so. So I'll definitely let everybody know and I'll let Teo know I still keep in touch with him. He's a cool dude. Good. And give me, just send me your address and I'll send out a book. And if anybody else wants it, I sign them and I personally, you know, say hello from Bart to you. Awesome. I thank you so much, Steve. You have a great rest of your day. You too, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye.